Welcome to the Destiny Church Tees Valley podcast. As you listen, it is our prayer that you were transformed through faith, hope and love. Well, today we are going to look at another film. And today's film is called Harriet. I don't know if many of you have watched it. I've asked around a few people and realised not as many people have watched it as I thought had. Um, but it is a story of a girl called Minty. And uh, she lives on the southern plantations uh, in America. And, uh, and she is a slave. And, uh, but her husband is a free man. And uh, the, this, the story is about that her, her husband, John, comes back from the, uh, from the lawyers with a letter to say that, uh, that uh, his wife, uh, Minty's mother, was actually a free woman. And so, uh, so, by implication, her children were free as well. So this obviously is good news. However, uh, her owner, Minty's owner, um, doesn't like this, he tears the letter up and says that they're staying as slaves. And the son of the slave owner, who has actually grown up with Minty, decides to sell Minty down, uh, further down south so that she would remain um, away, she would be away from her husband and, um, and, and uh, the rest of her family. And so that's the kind of basic, so it's a, it's a story of uh, this, girl, girl, this girl called Minty running to freedom. And so she's um, trying everything she can to get to freedom. And of course, eventually she does get to freedom. And then the second half is all about how she uses that freedom to go to actually free other slaves. And it's really powerful story um, that, 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 that we have here. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, well worth watching as a, as a movie uh, because of all that it does. I don't know if many of you might have watched 12 Years a Slave. Um, it's similar to a certain extent, um, certainly the storyline of To Freedom. And so I want to use this movie um, as really an illustration of how you and I are on a journey to freedom. And, uh, and my cry to you and what God's call to each one of us is he offers us freedom. He offers us um, his kingdom. So where she needs to get to the north because uh, the slaves are free in the north, there's no slavery in the north of the country. And that is a great picture for us to know that in the kingdom of God, there's no slavery. Um, and, uh, and of course, into that. And so when we are in Christ and in the kingdom of God, then we are free. But our freedom is so that we can use that to bring freedom to others. So there's a two prong. So hopefully through today, we will be able to kind of bring some of that out of that. So with that, take hair's chance in a foxhole. Not a lot of chance, is it? Um, and so one of the things that she, her first thing to do before she flees is to go see her pastor. And her pastor has... Any good pastor would do is give you good advice, and that is, don't do it. <laughs> um, but what's really, really quite for, for me is the issue is that she'd made a decision, and from that decision, she 
you know, she entered into the journey to freedom. And her pastor prays for her. Uh, he sends her on, on her way, um, and, but warns her of the dangers of uh, the, the pursuit that, that she has. And for each one of us, when we want to be free. And I want to say to you that the, our government actually says that in this country today that there is around about 13,000 people who are slaves. So in other words, this is still something that's relevant. Now, for you and I, I don't think we've ever probably experienced this. I hope you haven't done. That, but there is slavery in our world. There's sex trafficking. There's slave labor. There's, there's harshness. There's all sorts of, uh, of difficulties going through this. So this is not something that was just something in the past. Today, people still suffer physically. But for many of us, we don't suffer this, but we are in spiritual bondage, spiritual slavery. And so our, uh, you know, our aim is to, to be free spiritually, to be free mentally, to be free emotionally in our lives. But we've got to make that decision that we want freedom and that we're willing to pay the price for our freedom. And so that's where she sets off on the journey. And one of the things that I notice is that for every one of us, there's a runner in each of us. Now, the key to running um, is the fact that is, there's a running away from and there's a running to. And for many of us, we run away from things that we maybe should stay and face. But when we run away, what are we running away from? And, and in, obviously, in, in Minty's case, she was running away from slavery but she had somewhere to run to. She wasn't just running aimlessly. She was running to freedom. She was running to the north. There was purpose in her running. And I believe that for each one of us, there needs to be that runner in us needs to be running away from sin and a running to Jesus, a running to the dream that God has put in her heart, a running to something. And so that's what I believe we need to do. Mark 9 and verse 23 says, everything is possible to the person who has faith. And Minty had faith. She believed that God was with her. And one of the things that, um, uh, that she suffered from uh, was beating. She got beaten regularly. And so there was a fear factor. And the pastor said to her, fear is your enemy. And so she had to run in faith. Amen. So that brings us to our next clip of Minty. And, um, and, and the, the way she's done, she's on the run and she gets trapped. Her, her slave master uh, is on the one side of the bridge and on the other. She is trapped when she jumped off the bridge that she was actually dead. But she survived the fall and she was able to, to go on in that. But for each of us, there is a cost. And today, for you to be truly free, in whatever areas of your life, whatever it is that you can't control, you are a slave to. And so in the areas of your life, there could be anything, any number of things that we can be a slave to in our life. And for each one of us, it can be something different. But in, the, in, the, in, in that, what we know we need to, to be set free from, we need to be willing to make that decision. We need to be willing to jump. And my question to you today is, are you willing to jump? Because if you're willing to jump, if you're willing to, to jump into the unknown, it can change your life forever. It really is something that will do that. 
capital things. But the choice is yours. Jesus will not make you jump. But Jesus says, if you jump, I will be with you. And I will protect you. And I will keep you. The thing is, is with the Christian life, you've got to be all in. You can't be half-hearted. And that is, the, that is the issue for so many people is, is knowing that when you jump, there's no, there's no kind of halfway down when you've jumped going, oh, I've changed my mind. But once you jump, you're in. And once you're in, then you are able to experience all that God has for you. A key to our journey to freedom is to ask God for guidance. Here, Minty is asking for guidance, and um, she's praying, and she understands the source of that. Because of her prayers, she was able to go in a different direction, and she was able to escape those who were hunting after her. I want to say to you, to you and to me, every one of us, without God's guidance, we will always run into traps. Satan has got traps for us, but it's only as we actually seek God. His word makes things clear to us. Um, you know, Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And so it's important for us because God knows what's ahead. He knows what's around the corner. He knows what, what's in our path and he can change us. And I want to say to you, as you seek freedom, as you seek uh, to, to go forward in your life, always ask for God's guidance because he, God wants to speak to us. He wants to be able to say some great things to us. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 12 says this, In Christ and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. In other words, because of Jesus Christ, we can enter the presence of God and talk directly to God, which is what faith was talking about earlier. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16 says then, So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God, there we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Matthew 7 verse 7 says, Ask and it will be given unto you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. There is scripture is just from start to finish about the importance of our relationship with God and talking with God and asking God for, uh, for, for his wisdom. The problem is, is that for you and me, so often we trust our own feelings and our own thoughts instead of trusting what God has to say. If only we would trust God and not just keep trying to think, oh no, I think this is best, or I sense this is best. And so often because it sends us down a wrong path, our emotions get involved. When our emotions are massively involved, and, and that happens in so many different areas of our life, whether it's out with children or with relationships particularly, that so often we, are, we, we lose sight of, uh, of the bigger picture, which is why we need other people to be able to help us and to show things and to, to say, no, look, this, this, is, this is not right. This needs to be changed. And so God wants to speak to us. Now, of course, one of the biggest ways God speaks to us is through his word. Well, that's why we need to get into the word. The word of God is the way he speaks to us. And of course, through teachers, he speaks to us through visions. He speaks to us through dreams. He puts ideas in his head. He speaks in so many different ways. But we have to all the time keep coming back to the word of God, to the scriptures, because God is not going to contradict his scriptures. Amen. And we can do that. 
if you say, well, how can I know the guidance of God? And it's a big question, and we've done series on it in the past, but a quick one is Habakkuk chapter 2, and the first two verses there about that really give you a picture of that. Uh, you know, he talks about going up to his watchtower. In other words, going, withdrawing from somewhere. He says he watches. You've got to, God will often give you a picture of things and uh, write it down. Uh, when you've written it down, then worship. Spend some time just worshiping and thanking God for what he has done. Now, this next clip is all about Minty and her first steps to freedom. Wow. First steps into freedom. And that's what happens is when we come to Christ, we come into freedom. That's what Jesus offers us. John chapter 8 and verse 36 says, So if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7 says, For by the blood of Christ we are set free. That is, our sins are forgiven. How great is the grace of God. Oh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness, as it were, from the south, he wants to bring us into the north, and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Today, I hope that you have given Christ that opportunity to change your life. If you haven't done my my plea to you is today is the only way you can ever be free in every area of your life is through Jesus Christ. And Minty did that. She gets into freedom. She's gone into freedom now. Now I want to, to, is to look at what happens when Minty, now she has her freedom, what does she do and how does she um, uh, A new name. When we give our life to Jesus, we get a new name. God says to us that we have a new name. Each one of us in here, I have a different name. It's written in heaven that I'm one day going to know what my new name is. Every t- you see right through the Bible, you find that God changes people's names. You go from the old into new. In other words, we get a new identity. We're in a new family, new values, new way of life, new thinking, new friends. We, everything becomes new. And so it was for Minty that she was able to no longer be called Minty, but she was called Harriet. And so her life, and she's remembered as Harriet from this day forward. And you and I can know that new identity in Christ if only you will step across the line and say yes to Jesus. Amen. Wow, eh? That's the kind of thing, isn't it? That she was willing, even though she didn't have the competence, she didn't have the skill level, she didn't have the education, there were so many things that she could have used as an excuse to not go and to free other slaves. And yet she knew that she had God with her. She made history. There were thousands that that found freedom because of Harriet. And I want to say to you today that your freedom is bought at a price. And God's desire is that your freedom now, that you will use it to free others. That you will say that whatever your situation, that you no longer make excuses, no longer say, I can't do that, or what anybody else around you might say. But you will say, don't tell me what I can't do, because God is with me and we can do it together. Amen? Will you be on that with us as a church that we can no longer just to do, uh, as it were, uh, what we have been doing and thinking, well, I can do this and I can't do that. But actually we can say, through Christ I can do all things. Amen. I want us 
to do that because Jesus gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. Our freedom is not for us to be selfish. Our freedom is so that we will be uh, Christ's ambassadors to others so that they can be free indeed as well. Harriet went back for her husband, John. But when she got back, her husband had remarried, like you do. Um, But actually, he thought that she was dead, and so he'd remarried. So when she went back, believing God had sent her back to get her husband, John, that's where the twist was that she ended up saving many of her family as a result of that and, uh, and took them to freedom. And I just want to make the point that God's plan, that sometimes as you pursue God's plan, he, he actually is getting you to go somewhere and you think it's about one thing, but actually God's plan is about something else. And so you've just got to constantly be open to, to, the, to, the, to what God wants to do. And as he sets you off on one, one path that he's able to divert or to, to change things around, you've got to... Be expectant of God doing something new and that what you set out to do, that God will do something bigger. Uh, He wants to not just do what you can think of and imagine, but he can do far more than ever that you could imagine for that. Amen? So I don't know what it is in your life that you're trying to make happen, but God's plan is trust him and he will make a change. And for you and I, there is an urgency. We need to have an urgency in our hearts for those who don't know Jesus. Jesus is freedom. And you and I can help and work together for this to happen. My question to you today is two-pronged. One is, have you accepted Jesus? Have you got freedom? And if your answer to that is yes, then what are you doing with your freedom? If your answer to that is no, then the question is, is, do you want to be free? Because only Jesus can set us free. And that's why we exist as a church, to end slavery. We, we, we are here so that because we are on mission with God. We're not here just to, 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 to sit and to soak and to just to enjoy the, the morning service. We are here as people on a mission from God. And every one of us have a mission from God. Amen. I shall pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, that our lives have meaning, our lives have purpose, that we have a a destiny. We thank you that you put a dream within our hearts, that, Lord, that's birthed in your heart, a dream that is bigger than ourselves, a dream, Lord, where we get to see, Lord, the future. We get to see, Lord, the people around us. We get to see Stockton free. We thank you, Lord, that we're able to be part, Lord Jesus, of your church. We want to see the homeless housed. We want to see the hungry fed. We want to see those who are abused healed. We pray, oh God, that you would enable us in every situation, Lord, those with strongholds that, cannot, that they, they cannot break. We want to see them, Lord, dancing on their chains. We want to see, Lord Jesus, the people that are free. We thank you, Lord, that you have paid the price for our freedom. And I ask, Lord Jesus, today that every one of us, as we leave here today, would go out knowing, Lord Jesus, that you have spoken to us. 
And I pray, Lord, that we would, uh, it would resonate on us and we would give our very last breath for the cause of the kingdom of God. In Jesus' lovely name. Amen. Thanks for listening today. If this message spoke to you and you would like prayer, or perhaps this is your first time listening, then we'd love to connect with you at www.thedestinychurch.co.uk forward slash connect. You're welcome to join us every Sunday in person or online at 11am.